Welcome to Clear the Clutter. My name is Margaret, and this podcast is where I give you practical and spiritual advice to get your time back so you can finally spend it how you really want. Hello, hello. Welcome to today's episode. So, we are going to be talking about the difference between loving yourself and self care. And of course, there's a story. So, let's dive in. I was talking probably about last week with one of my girlfriends and she was telling me um, something that she had had a conversation. She had told me about a conversation she had while she was away on a work trip and she was at a nail place getting her nails done and there was a lady sitting next to her and, you know, they're chit-chatting back and forth just like you normally would and, you know, my friends couldn't decide on, oh, should I do this color or do I do that color? And she was kind of having a little bit of a hard time indulging and treating herself. And the lady next to her, long story, super short, was basically like, well, don't you love yourself? And that one simple, deceptively simple question has sparked a conversation that we have been having for well over a week at this point and probably will be for the next couple of weeks. And I decided to take it a step further from that. That single question of, do you not love yourself, has transformed into, well, what's the difference between loving yourself and self-care? Because I genuinely believe that there is a difference. So let me dive into the difference, and then we'll go over a bunch of different things and examples, and then at the end we'll do journal prompts like always. So what I believe the difference of loving yourself is and self-care. So loving yourself an example of that is how you treat yourself on a consistent basis loving yourself is taking care of yourself um an example of that could be um this is going to be deceptively simple but bear with me loving yourself could be that when your socks have holes in them you throw them out when clothing no longer fits you you get rid of it whether it's, you know, it doesn't matter like the reasoning behind them. Let's not even get into that. When clothing doesn't fit you right, you get rid of it. Um, you buy things that last versus things that are cheap and impulsive. Loving yourself is understanding things that refuel you, fill you back up and help you feel more calm and centered and doing them on a consistent basis. Self-care is like a pedicure. Self-care is a cool bubble bath. Self-care is getting your nails done or your hair did or your eyebrows threaded or something like that, right? And it's not like on the surface you might think that those two things are basically the same thing, but loving yourself is having a standard, whether you recognize it or not, because everyone does, it's having a standard that you adhere to on a consistent basis. So an example that I used when I was talking to my girlfriend about this, I mean, we were diving into that question is, you know, my husband, for example, loving himself means for him that every single year we go out and we spend $200, $300 on a pair of Oakley sunglasses. Now, he has super crazy light sensitivity. So even back in the day before Oakley's were like this crazy thing, we were getting the polarized iridium, blah, 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 blah lenses because that's what kept his eyes from basically from going colorblind. So it was an act of loving himself enough to go like, yo, I don't want to be colorblind. Let me spend the $300 once a year and buy literally the best glasses that I can on the market. And then when I wear them out in a year, because I use them every single day, I'll get a new set. Um, For me, loving myself is 
understanding that I'm a massive introvert and I need downtime and I also need extra sleep. So it's something I'm doing consistently. I consistently one day a week, especially obviously on my day off, but one day a week I am sleeping in at least until noon because that is how my body recharges. I don't beat myself up over it. I don't think of myself as bad or lazy or unproductive. I schedule my time. I schedule my obligations accordingly so that one day a week I can realistically sleep in until about noon. Yes, I have to get up and take care of the dogs, but after I'm done with that, I go right back to bed and then I wake up at noon. Um, another way that I have examples of people loving themselves, my dad, throughout the years, good, better, and different, we've always been a very athletic family. My dad figured out that he just feels better and is happier when he goes to the gym three times a week. Now, my dad hates going to the gym in the morning. We used to try going and working out in the morning. He despises it. My dad loves going to the gym at like 9 o'clock at night. <laughs> and he goes a couple times a week. And he also, when he travels for work, he brings his, you know, workout clothes so that he can exercise while he's on the road. That is a way my dad loves himself and takes care of himself consistently, not just randomly because of a fad. My mom... My mom is a massive gardening nut. She is always collecting seeds and planting new trees. And Margaret, I grew this. And Margaret, I'm growing that. And Margaret, this seed took off. And that seed took off. So she has something that refuels her. And she does it consistently. So I've given you a couple of different examples of loving yourself. And again, you may think that self-care is loving yourself. But here's where self-care is not loving yourself. Um... Something that could be self-carry, so we always, or care-ish, we always see these stuff on Pinterest of like, oh, take a bubble bath, light some candles, do this, do that, all these really cute ideas of how to take care of yourself. Get your hairs done, get your nails did, um, go buy a cute nude outfit. But if you're not doing it consistently, that's not loving yourself. So let me give you an example of, you know, let's make up uh, two women. Woman one, let's call her um, Jamie. Jamie loves to take bubble baths, but, and she knows that they refuel her. She loves them. She has really awesome bubble bath, like a uh, little sprinkle stuff. She lights candles. She loves a whole nine yards, right? So Jamie loves to take bubble baths. Melinda loves also to take bubble baths, but she doesn't really buy anything that makes a bubble bath exciting. Um, maybe she'll do it once in a blue moon and she always feels guilty for it. So Pinterest is marketing to both of these women, Melinda and Jamie, and they're like five ways to have an awesome bubble bath experience and to have more self-care in your life. You know, whatever the promotion bullcrap that they're getting targeted to, right? Jamie is going to be like, well, I kind of don't need to read this because I do it anyway. I buy the best of the best in the bubble bath stuff. So whether she's a you know, um, essential oils type of girl, or she's an Epsom salt girl, or she's a pink fruity bath bombs girl or whatever it is, but she buys the best of the best that makes her happy. She has a dedicated time. Everyone in her family knows Wednesdays and Friday nights, mm -mm, it's bubble bath time. Mama is in the tub for at least half an hour. Unless you were bleeding slash dying, don't interrupt me. Jamie has standards. Jamie does something that refuels herself. Maybe she drinks a glass of wine in the bubble bath. Maybe she's reading a book. Maybe she's listening to calming music. Maybe she's watching TV and in the bubble bath. You never know. Like, it doesn't matter. 
she does it consistently she refuels herself and she feels amazing and she doesn't feel guilty jamie is an example of loving yourself melinda on the other hand does a bubble bath once in a blue moon feels guilty about it doesn't treat herself doesn't make it consistent and then just no matter what she's doing okay so maybe she'll have a bubble bath once a week for three weeks in a row but she's like well I, I need to do the dishes or God, I didn't do the laundry. So let me just skip it. Let me just skip it. And she knows that even though it refuels her and it makes her feel amazing, she doesn't prioritize it. So that's a little example of the difference between self-care and loving yourself. A self-care item can be transformed into loving yourself if you do it consistently and if it make, you make it a priority. When you do not make it a priority and it's a little treat or an indulgence, that's when it's self-care. So with that being said, I want you to start thinking, or if you've already been thinking about it, whether it's conscious or not, I want you to start thinking of the things that are self-care in your world and are loving yourself. So again, I've given you some examples, but let me give you a couple more examples of loving yourself. Um, for me, I know that I love to sit down with my babies, my three dogs, my three cats, and I love to snuggle them. It lights me up in the world. It makes me feel amazing. After having this conversation of do you not love yourself and just diving deep into that in general, I have made it a priority instead of making it kind of a self-care indulgent thing where I like sit down quietly with my fur babies. I have made it a priority that every morning I will make sure to get up with enough time to sit down for at least five minutes and snuggle my babies and drink my coffee. That is so important to me because it lights me up. They are all happy. They're getting attention. They're getting love. They're getting mama. I am getting ready to start my day in a way that makes me feel amazing. I got snuggle times in with my love bugs. I got to give them kisses. I got to pet them. I got to spend time with them. It makes me just so genuinely happy like I love it more than anything I love spending time with my animals otherwise I wouldn't have six animals so the husband's getting ready the morning could be kind of hectic or crazy but it doesn't matter I've made it a priority to sit down and spend time with my babies every single morning and calmly I'm not on my phone I'm not multitasking. I'm not responding to emails. I'm not responding to text messages. I'm not scrolling on Pinterest. I'm not scrolling on anything. My phone is down. A cup of coffee is in my hand. I'm normally finishing it by that time in my day. And I'm snuggling with my fur babies. And all of my intention is on soaking up their love and in return, hopefully letting them feel how much I love them. That's an example of loving yourself. So where it could be a self-care-ish type of thing of, oh, well, let me play with my babies once or twice a week. I'm making it a priority of something that I'm doing daily. Now, loving yourself, I don't want to make it seem that loving yourself only counts when you do it daily, but it does only count if you do it consistently. So consistently means at least more than once a week. So that could be the example of what I've given with my dad. My dad goes to the gym three, maybe four times a week. So he's doing something consistent. My husband, like freaking clockwork, every year we go out and get him a set of Oakleys that he uses on a daily basis. I have started sitting down with my fur babies and snuggling with them on a daily basis. You know, before that, to give an example of how I transitioned something, um, 
I would drink coffee. So coffee is one of my big vices and I love it and it's amazing and it makes me really freaking happy. So like the bubble bath example, I would make sure to buy what I consider really awesome coffee. It tastes good. It's good in my Keurig. It's good in a normal coffee pot. Like I love it. And I also have my flavored coffee syrups. I have my non-dairy powdered creamer because anything lactose just makes me really sick. Um, I've got my cinnamon that I put in my coffee. I have a really cute mug that I've had for years that I use to drink my coffee in. Like I make it a little bit of a ritual. So even if I didn't drink coffee every single day, I had something in my life that really refueled me, as silly as it sounds in regards to coffee, but I did it consistently. So I'm going to go ahead and stop kind of harping on loving myself a little bit and giving you examples of loving yourself because hopefully all of the broad spectrum of examples I've given has given you an idea of what your version of loving yourself is. So now I want to dive a little bit more into self-care um, because I do think that self-care has a place. I think self-care is kind of like a little way to vet an idea before you transition it into like a full-on loving yourself category. So let's dive into self-care a little bit and then I'm going to wrap it up with the journal prompts so that you can get the best bang for your buck by listening to this podcast. Okay, so self-care. Again, like I just said a couple minutes ago, self-care, or moments ago, I should say, not even minutes ago, self-care is something that I think is very important. I also like to believe that self-care is a way for you to vet something to see if this is going to be something you want to do consistently, aka put it into the loving yourself category. So it's kind of like a tryout to see if what you're doing is going to work or not. So self-care. Self-care, let's go back to the Melinda and Jamie example that I had in the beginning of the episode. Self-care can start out by Melinda and Jamie getting targeted on Facebook or targeted on Pinterest about how they should have more bubble baths in their life. Well, Jamie, whether, you know, let's say that neither of them knew this and they're like, you know what, I really would like to have more bubble baths in my life. Jamie and Melinda, I would hope, would go out and buy some bubble bath stuff. It doesn't, and when I say buying things and upgrading yourself and all of these little words that I'm using, it doesn't mean you have to have a crap ton of money. You know, I don't want money to be the excuse for why you don't take care of yourself or why you don't love yourself. Majority of the things I'm trying to describe outside of my husband's sunglasses, you can do either free or for very low money, little money, just because. I believe that regardless of your financial circumstances, you should still take care of yourself. So with that being said, you know, just run with the examples, but don't feel like you have to be pressured and don't feel like loving yourself only means spending money. Um, so let's say Jamie and Melinda, they're like, cool, it'd be really awesome to have more bubble baths in my life. They both go out and they buy some stuff that would be awesome for bubble baths. So maybe... Jamie is all about essential oils, so she's like, ooh, I'm going to put some lavender essential oil in my bubble bath, and maybe I'm going to get some lavender-scented Epsom salt. You know, m mind you, an Ep a bag of Epsom salt, like a big, like, five-pound bag of lavender Epsom salt, I want to say in Florida is about, like, six bucks, so it's not a lot of money, and she's like, okay less than 15 bucks and I've got the things I want she's got a couple of cute candles she got her bag of Epsom salt and she has her essential oil and that's her bubble bath kit so where Jamie is differenting from Melinda Melinda maybe doesn't buy anything or Melinda doesn't maybe take it seriously 
where Jamie's differentiating in it is that she committed to the idea from the beginning. She's like, you know what? I would like more bubble baths in my life. This would be really awesome way to treat myself, make myself feel awesome. Let me buy the handful of things that I think would be important to me and let's try it. And then let's try it consistently. The whole consistency factor is where she realizes, hmm, I noticed that I am a way better boss, way better mom to my you know, physical babies or fur babies. Um, I'm a way better partner when I have, you know, two nights a week where I just take an hour and I sit in that bubble bath and I do my little cups of Epsom salt. I do a couple drops of essential oils. I have my candles going and I read a steamy romance novel. I am a humongously better person because of it. Hmm. Let me do this more consistently. So she took something that was self-care and she, or care-ish, um, and she tried it out and she realized she really liked it. So she would always make sure that she has Epsom salt on hand. She always makes sure, even if she wants to change the, the scents, she always has her Epsom salt on hand. She always has her candles on hand. She always has whatever essential oil she wants on hand. She, you know, maybe she even buys like a, a body oil that she puts on her skin after the bubble bath to kind of lock in all the moisture and awesomeness. Like she commits to the idea, but she also started out with the self-care idea by trying it out to see if it worked. So if it didn't work for her and maybe she's like, well, you know, I've tried it and I'm not really, you know, I don't know. I'm just too fidgety. I can't sit still. I don't really like it. Then it could be an indulgence. It could be a thing that she does once in a blue moon. And that could be a self-care item. So I do believe that there needs to be a balance of self-care items. So a self-care item is something that you don't do consistently, but you still kind of like. So an example would be a self-care item that I do personally is I like to go in walks through forests. I don't like to do it consistently. It's not something that I want to do three or four times a week or even once a week. Um, it's just something that maybe once a month, it feels really, really awesome. I go, it's quiet, it's peaceful. I've got my babies, they're running around like nut jobs. Um, or maybe they're walking quiet with, quietly with me on leashes. But I do it maybe once a month, maybe once every two months. And it's fun and it's a little bit of a treat, but I don't feel the need to do it all the time. Versus an item where I love myself is something that I need to do all the time and I don't feel kind of human without it. Or maybe I don't feel superhuman without it. So there are little things that are self-care-ish and are important that you should be incorporating. So... Again, I hope with all of these examples I've been giving you, because it's a conversation that sometimes when you're asking, hey, do you love your or do you not love yourself? When you're asking that, if you're not having that conversation with someone, it could be a little bit hard. Hence why I've been very heavy on examples in this podcast episode. So let's go back to Melinda and the bubble bath, bubble bath thing. Melinda you know, where Jamie was like, wow, this makes me feel freaking amazing. I'm going to do this shit all the time. I'm going to do it a minimum twice a week. I love it. So that's Jamie. Melinda, instead of beating herself up, should be like, you know what? Doing a bubble bath is really nice. Maybe I'll do it once a month, twice a month, but I don't need to do it all the time because I kind of get a little fidgety and I don't like really sitting still, but it is a nice little treat. So where Melinda could quote unquote upgrade would be 
that if she's only going to do it once or twice a month, you know, don't buy 30 pounds of Epsom salt like because that's just wasteful and it's going to go bad. Yes, I know Epsom salt doesn't go bad, but still, there's no need to have this crazy amount of Kutramas and products for something you're not going to be doing consistently. So maybe Jamie, not Jamie, maybe Melinda instead once every couple weeks buys a really cool fuzzy bath bomb and that's how she treats herself to her bubble bath. Maybe instead of buying specific candles because she's doing it every single week, she has a really cute nightlight in the bathroom and she kind of turns the lights off, has a really cute nightlight in there. She has her bubble bath and maybe she throws on a Netflix episode and that's how she does her, her bubble bath routine. So she does it once in a blue moon. It's fun, but it's not something she does every single day or every single week even. But it still will make her feel better. She'll be like, you know what? I deserve a bubble bath tonight. Let's go ahead and do a bubble bath. Let me go to the store if I didn't already. Let me buy a cute, cute little bath bomb. And let's sit down and do the bubble bath. And maybe let me do, you know, a Keeping Up With The Kardashians episode. I'll watch that and sit in my bubble bath and feel very decadent. You know, and she'll do it as a treat. She'll do it as an indulgence. It still makes her a better person. I just want you guys to understand the difference between two of the two of them, because for so long it has been ingrained in women in general. And there's all these things that we're overcoming as a society as whole, because we have more rights and more access to things that we've ever had previous to any other generation. So I don't want you to like beat yourself up about this, but at the same time, you know, there's just such a big learning curve in prioritizing herself, taking care of ourselves that I want to have this conversation. Again, hence why I've been super heavy on the examples. I think both of them, I think both Melinda and Jamie are doing amazing things. I just want them to recognize it. I want Melinda to recognize, hey, this is something that's really fun that I do once or twice a month and it's really awesome. But maybe there's something that Melinda does that she considers loving herself. So maybe Melinda loves herself and she wakes up every morning, I don't know, six o'clock or whatever. And she does morning yoga on her Amazon Kindle, not Kindle, Amazon like prime subscription, or maybe she goes to a group spin class or whatever her version of, you know, loving herself is. But Melinda also is conscious of the fact that she loves herself and she also has self care needs that she is taking care of herself. She's putting herself as a priority. And same thing with Jamie. So maybe Jamie's version is loving herself by having the bubble bath twice a week. But maybe once a month, she's like, you know what? I want to go out to a really fun restaurant with all my girlfriends. Maybe that's what her version of self-care is. I do believe that we need to have both of these things in our life. We need to have some version of balance and loving ourselves and putting ourselves first as a priority and also taking care of ourselves. And that's why I want you to think about these things. All of these examples I've given you in this podcast episode, I want you to, you know, hopefully write them down or maybe have a conversation with your girlfriends and, you know, say like, hey, this is what the way I love myself. This is the way I do little cute self-care things once or twice a month. And the other important thing about this, again, if we're kind of going into women and species and all that jazz as a whole and equality and yada, 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 
if you are conscious of it, if you make it a normal conversation in your household, it's going to have a bigger impact than just you. So it's going to have an impact in your girlfriends because your girlfriends are going to recognize that you're a little more calmer consistently, that you're not as frazzled. They're going to want to know what you're doing. And it's going to have a bigger conversation because you're going to teach your husband or your wife or your significant other or your life partner or your boyfriend or girlfriend. You're going to teach them that you are allowed to prioritize yourself as well, that you are worthy of prioritizing yourself as well. And then they're going to learn, whether it's through conscious effort or unconscious effort, that they do the same thing, that they prioritize themselves. And then both of you are taking care of yourself. So you both of you have a much better relationship with yourself and with each other. This is going to be passed down to your kids. Whether you physically have kids, you care for kids, you have nieces and nephews, it doesn't matter. Any little chitlins that are involved in your life, they're going to be able to see that in you and that's going to be passed down through them because hopefully you take the time to explain it. Like, hey, I go and I spend 30 bucks a month in bubble bath stuff because I take two bubble baths a week and it feels amazing. Or, hey, I go do, you know, really awesome, I don't know, I'm going to go try rock climbing or a new hobby once a month because this is really fun and I kind of like it. You have the conversation with them and not saying that this one little podcast is going to change the world, but maybe it can change your household. Maybe it can change the way you get to represent prioritizing yourself as a female to your microcosm of the world. Maybe you can be an example of a strong independent. An independent means not necessarily not being in a relationship because obviously I'm married, but I'm talking independent in the fact that you know what lights you up independent. So maybe you are a strong prioritizingly independent woman and you know that hey if I don't do my loving myself sessions and I don't do my self-care sessions I'm a hot mess and I'm not you know I'm not going to be a really great person and I'm just cranky and grumbly so it affects your relationships it affects your spouses it affects your children it affects your fur babies it affects your job it affects so many different things when we don't prioritize ourselves But because society as a whole has made it so that, hey, if you are any type of woman, you know, whether you're a trans woman or a, I don't want to say natural born woman, but if you're anyone that identifies as a woman, you should be a version of at home cooking and cleaning and caring for others, but never caring for yourself. I think that's a bunch of bullshit. You know, there's reasons why, yes, we should care for ourselves and yes, it is rewarding to care for others but it shouldn't be we shouldn't be caring for others at the expense of caring for ourselves we should not be caring for everyone else never making time for ourselves and then 20 years go by and we're super bitter and we wonder why we're bitter well you know majority of the time you know even if it's just something as simple as five minutes a day that you sit down and you have a quiet moment You know, I I go back to where I don't want to make this about spending money. It's not about spending money. It's about what lights you up, what makes you feel amazing, what refuels you, and that you do it consistently. And then the self-care side, try out different things. See what works, see what doesn't, and then just go from there. Be lighthearted and fun about the self-care, but be very dedicated 
to loving yourself, refueling yourself so that you are the best version of you so that you can give 100% to whatever you're doing, whether it's starting a new job, starting a business, being with your family, being with your friends, it doesn't matter. It's all of you is physically there so that you can make a bigger impact in the world and maybe you can help another woman along their journey too. So with that being said and slightly getting off my soapbox, let's go off to the journal prompts. Let me ask you some questions. Again, it's not in order per se. Um, if you want to see them, they're over at the blog, margaretstevens.co. But I'm going to ask you some journal questions, whether you want to answer them out loud, if you're in a quiet or safe space, or if you want to write them down. It's a way for you to kind of see what is your version of loving yourself and what is your version of self-care. So question number one, I want you to list out the ways that you show that you love yourself. So again, I've told you, I sit quietly with my fur babies. I have coffee uh, that, I, you know, I have a coffee routine that I just love to pieces. I let myself sleep in till noon once a week. Those are ways that I show that I love myself. Those are ways that I refuel myself consistently. So list out the things that you do to love yourself. And then question number two, how often are you doing them? So I told you my routines with coffee. I told you my routines with my fur babies. I told you my routines with sleep. What is your version of that? How often are you doing this stuff? And then also question number three, what areas do you need to upgrade? So maybe you are Jamie and you need to, you're, or you're the version of Jamie and you need to upgrade your bubble bath game. You know, what, what is it that you need to upgrade? What is it that you need to kind of prioritize a little bit more and then the fourth question is what you're doing is that helping you stay more calm and relaxed so that is a way for you to kind of see and understand you know hey is what I'm doing working if it does not make you calm and relaxed if it stresses you the fuck out then it's not working throw it out and try something else so that is your journal prompts. Again, if you want to see them because you're more visual than audio, go over to the blog, margaretstevens.co. If you have any questions, you know the drill, go over there and send me a question and I will happily get back to you. And here is to the journey of loving all of ourselves a little bit more consistently and putting ourselves as a priority and not just as the last thing to do before we hopefully fall asleep. Have a great day. Bye guys. Have a burning question for me? Want that link I was talking about? Get access to all the resources and links that were mentioned in this episode and others over at margaretstevens.co. And if you haven't, don't forget to sign up for my VIP list where I share special bonuses, pre-launch coupon codes, and advice I don't share anywhere else. Thanks for listening.